Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com It's 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them what's going on guys yo what's up oh i was on a different podcast they're like hey move your mic up you know it's one of those silly things but it's been another wonderful week in cannabis legalization news you know yeah yeah hey how about go ahead ahead. well my lead story is different than Uh, the story we have but you know talk about our lead story first what's your lead story uh, I am gone right now. I am on a plane oh, to right. California, uh, and it's actually Garberville so that I can get not only my training, but also my certification as a Ganjier. So hopefully when I fly back in about a week, uh, I will be a certified Ganjier and then I will be extra super helpful and not necessarily snooty, uh, when it comes to like, it's like when you hear of a sommelier, I kind of think snooty. I do, you know, uh, but yeah, yeah. No, wives snooty like you know you know your shit uh, snooty that's kind of how we walk into a pot shop now anyways but i mean uh <laughs> i know more than you <laughs> uh, yes i, I, I think you're gonna, dude, you're gonna I, think you, I think you know more than me about this next one like what's our lead story for the week so uh daily use of the cannabinoid cbd oil may be linked to lung cancer regression by eureka wow. alert I tell you, this is one of those no, things we have to be careful like, on. We're talking about like specific chemicals and specific, you know, treatments. And so the FDA might be like, whoa, hang on about that. Be careful. But daily use of CBD may be linked to lung cancer regression, according to Eureka Alert. It may be worth exploring further the use of cannabidiol CBD oil as a potential lung cancer treatment, suggests doctors in BMJ case reports after dealing with a daily user whose lung tumor shrank without the aid of conventional treatment hmm. so i mean cannabis is medicine dude i mean it's been known and proven yeah, you know the, that's, the that's why we're so far like cannabis is medicine that's why we're here otherwise if if cannabis yeah. wasn't medicine the uh, legalization movement would not have gotten this far they wouldn't have well and i no, and I wonder too because it's proven that that cannabis does help some cancers, and I wonder obviously if CBD is a big player in that. I mean, well, I'm I'm not a scientist; I'm just a guy who reads the news. 
Well, yeah, but there it is. Uh, cannabidiol has been uh, reported as perhaps uh, a lung cancer treatment. Now, that's one of those deals where you need the FDA to then start you know, saying that that's a thing. Otherwise, you're not allowed to make these types of claims. But there it is from the BMJ case reports. Lung cancer patient who had declined conventional cancer treatment could be the self-administration of CBD oil or be contributing to the observed tumor regression, somebody really putting themselves on the line. Uh, and so this was uh, the body's own endocannabinoids are involved in various processes, including nerve functions, emotions, energy metabolism, pain, inflammation, sleep, and immune function. Uh, and therefore, a cancer diagnosis may be something being out of whack with uh, that endocannabinoid system. As we talked about before, the endocannabinoid system is entwined in our body and more people need to talk about it. This is why cannabis is so helpful to us. And on so many levels, you know, we don't have a cocaine system. You know, it's mm -hmm. an endocannabinoid, which is produced by cannabis. Well, let's talk uh, about chemicals. The uh, I was going to say, let's talk about the instance, because this is, of course, you know, anecdotal. But who was the person that uh, whose uh, data reported this uh, this shrinking of the tumors? Uh, she was an 80-year-old British woman with uh, non-small cell lung cancer, mild chronic obstruction pulmonary disease, COPD, osteoarthritis, and high blood pressure for which she was taking various drugs. She was a smoker, getting about a pack plus of cigarettes a week, 68 yeah. packs in a year. So it, it's, it's not quite a pack year. But anyway, her tumor was <laughs> uh, 41 millimeters in size at diagnosis. Uh, and then she underwent a CT scan every three to six months while doing her CBD therapy. And uh, over the course of those three to six months, it, the tumor went from 41 millimeters in June of 2018 down to 10 millimeters by February of 2021 and overall shrinkage of 76%. Damn, that, that that's just amazing. But again, this is one allegory story. There's many, right? Rick Simpson. You know, there's a there's a whole movement based off of one guy's, uh, you know, I think it was cancer he was fighting. Yeah. Well, I, you, know, you know, this is our lead story and we're going to get through it. But then at the same time, uh, the second lead story that came out was something that some kind of almost goes against this types. I and mean, then it's not all types of cancer that may be helped through cannabinoid treatments. Uh, and so, you know, she's been taking the CBD. When she contacted, uh, when she contracted her cancer, she revealed she'd been taking CBD oil as an alternative self-treatment for lung cancer since uh, August of 2018. Consistently took 0.5 milligrams of the oil three times daily, sometimes twice daily. So 0.5 milligrams, uh, that's, I'm sorry, I apologize. It was ML, milliliters. So 0.5 milliliters is substantially more than 0.5 milligrams. Uh, I want to say 0.5 milliliters is like 500 milligrams, but I'm, I, I am not from Canada. Miggy, are you from Canada? What do you mean, eh? Okay, so please <laughs> explain to us how much in American is 0.5 milliliters. 0.5 milliliters, that's what, that's what Google's for, my friend. Ah, yes, I've forgotten. <laughs> two, two milligrams is uh, 25 milligrams. So it's a one-to-one. -one. Interesting. Hmm. There are 25 milligrams of the drug in each one. Oh, my bad. 25 milligrams in one milliliter. So that is 125 milligrams. Wow. There you go. So she was taking a medical dose of CBD, which, of course, is non-psychoactive. Uh, so uh, she may have just felt a little bit more calm. Uh, and again, they, the people that have published a study point out that this is just one case report, and it's not in a complete uh, actual science. 
you know, and then that's the thing uh, uh, in our second large story of the week. Uh, I'm not sure if this is somewhere else in it or if it was just from what uh, Berner reported from Instagram. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, CBD may end up shrinking lung cancer tumors or this is just one instance. But Berner uh, uh, disclosed that he had been diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, I saw that uh, on his Instagram post. He came out about it's time to fight, and uh, uh, you know, talking about how you know he's he, he's trying to get uh, cookies and his whole team. I mean, I, I gotta give props to the guy. You know, he's he's created as much as I think cookies is almost uh, about to have uh, market uh, too much in the market. You'll see this when you get to the Gangier. Uh, mm-hmm. Cookies is everywhere, predominant, right? And I'm like, why is cookies the one that we're we're, we're premiering here when you're being all these great teachers and whatnot, but the, the, the burner, you know, he, he put that message out as far as like, Hey, you know, uh, I've created these, he has, I think it's, he's had a phenomenal, uh, uh, uh run out and he's going to release a new freaking album. He released a, a, a new thing with John Gotti, uh, some press thing, but, uh, you know, he's still at it, but yeah, he, he announced that he has cancer and he's yeah. going to be fighting it. Do you think he's going to be using cannabis to help treat it? I, I think absolutely, but he says that he's going to be focusing on a whole food plant-based diet. I wonder if he had been doing that previously. Uh, and he says absolutely no stress in his life. That's really difficult to do. You are the, <laughs> the face of the largest cannabis brand in the world. That is stressful. And so like, yeah, he needs to practice stress mitigation therapies and stuff like that. You know, are you doing your yoga and your breath work and your meditations? Are you like t- trying to keep things in, in perspective? just not letting it get to you. But then if you do that, do you get worse at business? Like, I mean, is, is business a lot of, there's that opportunity, take it. And I think or, business, a lot of that is, you know. Well, I mean, it could be a crossroads for him too, you know. I mean, it's not like uh, he has to keep doing cookies. He could just, you know, say, hey, that's why he did the post. He he, he created a, uh, a, a, a thing that is actually paying people's bills. You know, I think that's amazing when you're, you, yep. you've created this, and for lack of a better word, empire. Yep. You know, <laughs> you know, it's a it's it's a huge thing. I know people who love and die by cookies, just like people die name brands. You know, it's never been my thing, but it's cool to see that people like your stuff. And you know, I, I've never heard bad stuff about it. It's always you know fanboy stuff, which is cool. Yep. You know, but, it's different. Yeah. But, and then Bernard goes on to stress that you know if cancer's ever been in your family. Uh, he encourages you to get a blood test. That's how he got a blood test for it checked for over 40 different types of cancer. And it, it showed that he had one. So like talk about catching it early. Uh, you know, if you can catch it when you are still not even aware that you have it, it has to be really, really early. If it hasn't started to manifest like painful types of symptoms where you might've caught it six months, nine months, 12 months later, uh, that's fantastic. And she, uh, and, and not she, and then burner wraps up. I'm extremely grateful to have such an amazing family and support system and team at cookies. I love you guys. It's time to fight. Um, you know, man. And so, yeah, uh, you know, that burner uses the highest quality and grade cannabis in the world. And so even then you can still get cancer. Well, and again, the, 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 the cancer, I don't, we're not, doctors here but you know as cactivists who've been hearing this this thing right like this amazing plant does help 
fight cancer. It, it, there is proven in the NIH. There's patents for it being a, uh, a, a pressure reliever. Antioxidant. Right, an antioxidant, neuroprotectorant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's all of those anti-inflammatory. Uh, there's all of those types of things, but the body is an exceedingly complex organism. Exactly. Uh, and then the inputs that you put into your, I don't know what Burner was eating for the past 30 years. Dude, I, I know that he didn't look like he uh, would take his shirt off. He was going to the pool. Uh, and so, like, I don't know what his fitness and health regimen was. And it, 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 everybody gets their own life. It's okay. Because then a fit guy can also get cancer. Like, it, it almost seems like it's it, it's a, a game of craps. You know, it's just like, oh, you got that. Oh, crap. Oh, geez. Yeah, well, that was the random odds. Ah. Oh. Man, but that's, see, that's you know, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like Burner, this 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 well respected, wealthy uh, dude, uh, wealthy you know? dude, uh, cancer. Yeah, it, it's just a random. But see, that's the thing about like any prohibition too is like that would help reduce the stupid shit that we face every day. Like, it would help, like in it my would opinion, help stress. I mean, like, do you know how difficult it is to try to build uh, a conglomeration and an empire in a quasi legal product? That exactly. has to be stressful. Yeah, I couldn't imagine the the. Well, I remember as someone who was participating in the, in the traditional market, uh, I remember the stress levels of actually getting caught, and I still do sometimes. You still have this higher level of awareness sometimes that you don't, mm -hmm. you can't dumb down. But at, at the same token, uh, uh, I really wish him the best because maybe he'll step away from the business and, and, and just pursue Cause he's a musician. He's an artist too. Right. He's not just an empire builder with cookies, which it is. And, and granted, like I said, they're flush. The, they're at MSO. They're in every state pretty much almost now, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so good on you, man. Uh, take a break, you know, focus on yourself, focus on the wellness, you know, yeah, but it's yeah, hard yeah. to do. I mean, if you got the money to take a break, take a break, but then like uh, it's never too late. Well, maybe depending on like how close you are to death, maybe it's never too late to like adopt amazing habits for health and longevity. Um, right. uh, it, it, but you know, but people part of the delicious and like cigarettes are addictive. And so like, yeah. I don't want to get up and walk around. I'm going to just kind of like lounge here and just chill. Um, all those types of things that can contribute to um, worse health outcomes. They happen. Right. Well, the stress thing, too, uh, you know, kind of in, in conjunction with work, right? Like in, in America, you know, or even like in, you know, we make jokes about like, you know, uh, in Chinese 10 year olds working, making our Nikes in, in, in iPhone. Not mine. Shit. But I'm just, Nikes, you know, but uh, I do get my pants at Costco and I'll guarantee you those are made by like a, a Filipino guy. But, like, but, but, like but, four bucks. No. Yeah. But, no, but quality of life is, yeah, yeah as an American to, what we do for a living. This is why right now there's a great uh, people figuring out what they want to do for a living. You know, the, what is it? The great not job hiring or whatever people quitting their jobs right now. I don't know. I, I'm still of the opinion that most people are not paying me enough money. And so uh, that's that's one opinion that I it's going to be difficult for me to like shake. Uh, and so I hear about all these great job like, you know, people, ah, I don't need this job. I'm like, where are you guys getting paid? Do you guys not have businesses? Don't you have to realize you put out invoices? Some people pay. Some people just ignore the invoice. Like it's a suggestion. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, but you're also dealing with a lot of people who aren't entrepreneurs, right? Like you've got your own business, your own thing going on, right? Yeah. It's not cookies, but it's a thing, right? And it's something that's very hard to explain because you're in your own uh, world of I don't think you can law. do cookies in Illinois. I dude, I guarantee you they will figure their way to get the their, their, get their no no right. like uh, as a startup. I don't think you could do cookies in Illinois. It's no. just too expensive to get into the market, and it would be just too difficult to. You just can't even acquire the license rights, and so you can acquire the license rights easier in an open market state like a Michigan. I think you could do a cookies in Michigan or, or in Oklahoma. Uh, but I just think it would be very difficult in a limited market state like a Washington state or like an Illinois where they just don't have licenses. It would be really difficult to do a cookies. They they can because all cookies is is a label. You know what I mean? Like all they'd say is, hey, uh, GTI, because they're out here in Washington state. They were in here in Washington state even when it, just as a clothing line first. So right. cookies, you know. Is Miggy out? So why do you think that cookies would be able to make it in like a limited market state like Illinois? Because it's all about the, the the slapping a label on on a weed package right now. This is all it's about. It's all if if GTI were to say, "Hey, Burner, we'll give you fifty thousand dollars for us to use your brand," which could happen. Just use your labeling, right? And if it is about genetics, I mean, how did the seeds get there in the first place? You know, that's what I'm curious about too. I don't think yeah. it's about so much about genetics really as it is anymore. It's more. But just... How do you start up though? That's my thing about like. Oh, Illinois. there won't be a startup. See, but that like cookies was to be able to start up in California because that that label that he had and the availability of a small cannabis license, a small grower, a consortium of growers were able to acquire those licenses. You just can't do that in a state like Illinois or New Jersey or New York. Maybe right. we'll see how New York turns out. Don't get me wrong. But or Florida. Did you hear the news out of Florida? Yeah, dude. So uh, the, what is it? The Christ? Christ? Chris, the governor, <laughs> the guy who's running for governor, Charlie Chris, says he's going to legalize marijuana and expunge records as governor, according to the Tampa Bay Times. At the Florida Capitol, Chris said revenue from state marijuana sales would pay for police agencies, drug, drug treatment, and diversion programs and teachers. Hey. Yeah, as part of his platform, which is focused on equality for Floridians of color, Charlie Crist announced Thursday that he would legalize marijuana and expunge criminal records for those arrested on misdemeanors or third-degree felonies related to the drug if he's elected governor next year. And so that's in 2022. And did you hear the, the, the cannabis licensing news out of Florida's medical marijuana market? Yeah, that's a pretty interesting one. Uh, Florida paves way for black farmer for medical license. Yes, that's right. Florida is so Florida when it comes to its social equity laws that they have a case on the books called Pigford, Pigford versus Glickman. And so Glickman and Pigford were fighting. It was a class action lawsuit in the United States District uh, against the USDA, the uh, United States Department of Agriculture, alleging racial discrimination against African-American farmers in its allocation of farm loss loans and assistance between 1981 and 1996. And Just that small frame? 
<laughs> hey man, um, that's one of the things. A lot of people say that social equity violates Fourteenth Amendment's protection against equal protection. And I go, yeah, it does, but it violates it in like the sweetest, nicest form. Have you seen the Pigford case, or have you seen like the home loans in the '30s, or have you seen separate but equal? Have you seen all these other things that were like fine and and totally? <laughs> have you heard fine? about Black Wall Street? Have you heard yeah. about the uh, yeah. what's the, what's the uh, the uh, the repar- when the Civil War ended and. Uh, uh, they, they where the goddamn filibuster came in involved were uh, uh, it was rep no, it wasn't reparations it was restoration I restoration think, after, yes. uh, the, yeah and then uh, that was repealed basically by 1896 and then they had several <laughs> and what so all the, all the black people that got elected to congress were suddenly it's gone by the turn of the 20th century could you imagine that uh, and you so know, like now okay. that that you're going to be making them rich uh yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah they have uh, they have one one freaking license uh, is paves the way for a black farmer uh, to get a license. But that's the problem when you have these types of Floridian style uh, or East Coast style. There, the ATCs, the MMTCs, the, the marijuana treatment centers, or the medical marijuana treatment centers, the alternative treatment centers, those types of marijuana licenses for medical marijuana in uh, New Jersey, New York or Florida are terrible. And, and this is why, because you have to be completely vertically integrated. So you've just just you've you've you have not reduced the barrier to entry. If anything, you made the barrier to entry impossibly high on purpose. I'm curious, though, is if if this one black farmer is probably the only cannabis business in all of Florida that is just one person owned. You know what I mean? No, yeah, you're um, I think you're missing for the forest for the trees, dude. Uh, it's a. It still has to be an MMTC. It still has to be a medical marijuana treatment center. Just because the guy's black doesn't mean like he can do this in his in a strip mall. Uh, I mean, like, but there are dispensaries. Well, no, but well, he still has to comply with all a, the regulations. Yeah. Right, but I mean, like, he's a Floridian, like a Floridian, like he's. For a, example, a, the application fee. Do you know what the the non refundable application fee is for this? Uh, the black, and they're calling it the black farmer license, by the way. Uh, and there's a tremendous amount of interest wow. in this black farmer license, but. Uh, do you know what the, the application fee is? I'm going to shoot for $3,000. $146,000. And oh so $146,000. And so there's 22 licensed medical marijuana treatment centers in Florida. Only 16 are in operation. That's insane, dude. What? Such an odd number, too. Well, where do you come up with $146,000? Like, Welcome wow. to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think they will get legalization as long as they get a Democratic governor uh, next, you know, term because both the Democrats running are both. Yeah, the that's true. Those are just Democrats, and then yeah. whoever wins has to face Governor Ron DeSantis, the DeSantis. man, and who in 2019 said, "Not while I'm governor," about legalizing marijuana, and so exactly. that's the most important thing. How does your administration? Line up with what the vote of the people is, because the people would vote for it. But if the administration doesn't care, they ain't gonna get done. Oh my God, it's four twenty somewhere. Oh, That's oh, a shocker. Eight o'clock over here. <laughs> I don't care. It's four twenty anyways. That one was powered by Delta Nine. Uh, pods. Uh, have you heard about cultivating in pods, Miggy? 
No, but you know, we cultivating also... in pods is the future. Is According it? to people that cultivate in pods, uh, they can expect 1.9 pounds per plant ish, or at least uh, per light. Uh, it came out to let me. I was just doing their math earlier today. Uh, 61.1 grams per square foot, which is about two pounds of light. And uh, it, they are self-contained. So if you want to be operational, if you've gotten a new grow and you have a deadline on your head about six months uh, to be operational and you need to get that, pods like you can find from Delta 9 uh, are one of the ways to do it. And they, they gave us a couple of uh, uh, gift passes, not gift passes, passes to MJ BizCon and a couple of people that watch the show won those. So they're going to be able to go out and, and meet the nice people from Delta 9 uh and their grow pods but uh grow pods is that the future maybe <laughs> right on and they'll be at mj bizcon so uh we have a code for that too to get what is it 10 percent oh yeah we do we do have a, a code so if you want to go buy your ticket to mj bizcon uh do vegas 10 with a capital v in vegas by the way and then 10 and i will not see you there unfortunately i am stuck in humboldt california becoming a certified gangier uh, i wish that i was able to go uh, i'm gonna blame this on southwest airlines being a bitch because southwest airlines they cancel everything you're gonna have fun dude trust me it, it it's a beautiful location uh i think it's one lodge is the name of the area oh, yeah. do, do you want to see the uh if we could uh, lauren if you would be so kind as to search at weather.com uh, the weather report for the next week in uh humboldt california humboldt county and or uh garberville california uh, you'll see why i'm like man i am gonna need to check a bag i i uh i just don't feel really around it it, you were right, man. It's going to be cold and it's going to be rainy. Oh, yeah, dude. But it's it's just a gorgeous, woodsy. Uh, uh, yeah, you're out in the woods, dude. It's uh, I, I mean, that's the kind of atmosphere I like. It's a place where I enjoy smoking and hanging out and, you know, uh, consuming various things. I, I'm really excited about uh, tasting Humboldt County cannabis. That yeah. is something that I'm, I'm looking forward to. So, like, right now it is uh, 69 degrees. Today was, like, the nicest day ever out of the next few days when i'm actually there and then like tomorrow 47 uh, 9 54 50 53 oh wait or is that is that hourly or is that each day oh my goodness each day. oh no this is bad and so um i will do my best uh, to, to have like soup and uh warm socks you know what's funny dude when i was going through humboldt uh, that was funny because most of the weed in Southern California is coming from Humboldt. Ninety percent, I would say ninety percent, you know, mm -hmm. the, the market. And when you're in Humboldt, billboards that I saw weren't showing me weed shops, but they were showing me like the like the bags suppliers. Like I've never seen that. Where like turkeys and totes off yeah. Route Twelve. My large bag for sale. <laughs> Shit, dude! I was like, shut the fuck up. So there's some good old boy farmer going. Yep, that's it. That's a good choice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that one out. Like I, like I was just like mind blown. And then the other one was uh, uh, a humble. Uh, first off, to brag that you're the best in humble or be Humboldt's best, it's talking a lot of shit. <laughs> you know, well, that's the why they have like all those emerald cups and the other cups in there. It's like, guys, everybody's been talking a lot of shit, so we're all gonna blindfold taste test, and then somebody's gonna win. I mean, they're all good. Don't get me wrong. It's like. Fighting uh, the best, I don't know, but 
Well, good is good. And then like, you know, having the, growing it correctly and then going for the, what are you going for in that? That's one of the things that, you know, uh, it's kind of like wine in, in that instance, in the sense yeah. that there's so many different ways that you can kind of pr present its flavors and it's, you know, drunk is drunk in my opinion, but high is not high. Like high has yeah. got a different. You're right. Experience yeah. Or, or, or yeah. And then the other, the other thing was, uh, uh, Whenever I see uh, uh, on the marketing it says locally grown, I'm like, where the fuck else are you gonna be from? <laughs> yeah, fresh picked. Oh, you didn't wait until it was rotten before you picked it. Well, I told uh, you I smelled. I smelled. Uh, if you go further north, I think uh, uh, you'll hit uh, Flocana, which I smelt their activities Flo going Canada. on off the 101. Yeah, 395 acres that they bought of uh, a winery. It's a God resort. Damn. Oh, there is a dude that I need to follow up with, but he was and maybe like on, depending on how much I have to study for the Ganji egg. I mean, I took all the stuff, but then like all those courses that I watched, that was like six months ago. I have learned a lot since then and forgotten stuff that was like six months ago. Oh, it could be fun. Dude. I though, you know, and I guess I'm, I'm a little jealous. You're going to see I'm, by now they probably harvest though. So when you get there, their, their plants were hovering above a six-foot fence that I could see yeah. from 100 feet away. So, well, you know, that's one of the things that we need to get the channel uh, uh, financially solvent enough to be able to fund Miggy to become a Ganjie. Now, uh, I use this as marketing for my law and consulting firm, but um, boy. We, we need it for just content. So if you want to donate and get me the, <laughs> get me the play the pain ticket, I'll do it and record everything. There's that. So, hey, what about uh, the Ohio Police Department deletes post warning of downhill tumble if voters approve marijuana decriminalization? Marijuana moment. I talked about this briefly last week, just uh, during the live. And uh, yay, another reason why cops can't trust them, right? I mean, well, they're saying that the Ohio Police Department shared and then just hours later deleted a Facebook post warning that an initiative to decriminalize marijuana that voters will decide on next month could be the beginning of a downhill tumble for society. And my only downhill tumble so far in Ohio, which is under a dispo window right now, by the way, has been its liquidity and real estate uh, requirements. Um, and it's closing fast. And so if you are somebody who's trying to get into Ohio and you have your real estate and you also have your zoning locked up, get in touch with me over at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com or on Instagram at CannabisIndustryLawyer because we have a method that will be able to enhance your statistical odds of being awarded, at least becoming a landlord of one of those dispo licenses. Uh, it's been really difficult to be able to try to find real estate there. Many communities opt out. And it, so there's new licenses that are coming available in a particular area. And then you have to have zoning and you have to have real estate. And you're trying to look at all these counties and communities and like, no, 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 no. And you're like, dang it. Does anybody have this real estate? And and so, like, you know, our financial modeler and I worked on the statutory requirements for the financial model that you need uh, mm -hmm. that you have to tender. And all of this stuff needs to be in by November 18th. Wow. It just stinks. And so, like, I, I wish we had a pin on Google in Ohio right now. And then I also wish I had more time to just. But oh. finding these people is difficult. Finding the location because everybody opts out. And then do you got a quarter yeah. million? Are you are you liquid quarter million, bro? You want to 
Oh yeah, yeah. Give me, give me, give me a minute. Let me uh, come back at you <laughs> yeah. on that one. That's it. That's your financial requirements. And then it's like, hey, do you want to apply? That'll be five thousand dollars to apply. Oh, five thousand dollars. Okay, I'll take ten. Well, it's still better than one hundred forty-six thousand in goddamn Florida. Yeah. Well, what about the one point seven five million that that guy did in Illinois to get all them licenses? One eighteen of them, by the way. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But again, this just goes to show that. You know, there is no fairness in this establishment of this market in any of these states so far. Like, I know some maybe come pretty close, but there's still so much mass, like, blatant uh, non-transparency. Someone got paid off and is living a better life because they decided to sell these licenses instead of giving an equal opportunity to people. I know. And like that's that's probably coming to Ohio or the the MacArthur Police Department. That's who shared this infamous Facebook post, which was later deleted. Uh, They said that they are not willing to endorse or recommend the passage of this levy. Society views may think that this is no big deal because it's just marijuana. However, this is only the beginning of a downhill tumble with regards to illegal drugs. And this is this is law enforcement's you know rants in MacArthur yeah. uh, County Police Department. If the penalties continue to be decreased over time, then what chance does society have to combat the ever-growing drug problem facing our village and country? Well, you, this 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 um, uh, officer Mc, McIdiot, uh, uh, you see, you could be honest with your people about what the drugs actually do. But you can tell them. Good. Yeah. This is how your body works. This is this drug. It does these things. Science doesn't lie about this. And your government doesn't lie about this. That would be fantastic to have. Cops that are being a morality police don't help real issues. You know, this is not, it's not helping your children, right? Remember, I, I've talked about this as a, the, the preacher's daughter syndrome. When people realize they've been getting lied to half the time, and then it's like, oh, well, if marijuana is not so bad, Let's try cocaine. I mean, it doesn't work that and way. And you does. didn't teach them. You didn't yeah. teach the kids. Like, this is why people like to do cocaine. Well, it mimics this particular system in your body. Uh, and then that allows your uh, reward center to go a little you know, out there. You know, I, I, this is heroin. It, it tries to mimic these endorphins. Mm. And it can be extremely addictive. This is how nicotine works. Why don't we sit our children down and educate them? Why are we always like, oh, my gosh, it's this. Close the children's eyes and cover their ears. Think of them, you know, like protect them. Yeah. It's like, well, you're, you're not really protecting them by, like, keeping them perpetually ignorant and so that you have stupid laws like this. So we can, so we can control and, 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 and pretty much just control uh, an outcome with people, you know, uh, like with Santa Claus or, or like uh, – you have to be married and have a family. Like, no, you don't have to do any of this shit. Live your fucking happy life without, like, just do your best. <laughs> you right. know? Why do I got to go? You are, know, you, are you murdering your neighbor? Oh, you yeah. are not. Are you bothering anyone at all? Oh, you aren't. Well, then why is the government coming to tell you what to do? Exactly. How come, like, uh, if you're in Texas, some of you are like, oh, that person wants to get an abortion. I'm going to have to go make a citizen's arrest by gummy and get my $25,000 reward or whatever the heck it is. You're like, yeah. that's the law? Are you kidding? And then, uh, or if you just go to Nebraska and it's like, marijuana kills children. You're like, that's the governor? You're like, yeah. what the heck is this? You know? Well, it, it, again, it's, 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 it's having... You know, keeping the conversation alive and going, where where you and I have been too, uh, 
uh, functional citizens for the most part. You know, we've, you know, I used to have hair, you know, and, and was a dumbass, and now I'm just a bald dumbass. But I know a little bit more and more but contributing. You have hats. Yes, <laughs> but we have hats. But like, it's like you, you, you. If if I were to believe everything about uh, the, the war on drugs and all the misinformation, my life would be in shambles right now. I mean, shit's in shambles because I've made stupid decisions, but cannabis had nothing to do with it, right? It, you know, I've made worse decisions on drinking and alcohol where oh, yeah. the next day I'm like, oh, that was bad. Or, you know, drunk me is not the same as stoned me, you know? Two but different- yet, drunk you has far more rights than stoned you. Yes, and far more public acceptance. Yeah, that's, well, that's the thing, right? We, because of media perceptions and, and and bullshit, like I think the internet has brought us to a, a point now, almost to a, you know, and unfortunately though, you can still we still have that the whole QAnon thing, right? Like there's mm-hmm. still a definite amount the of stupid is out the there. Birth of the metaverse, you know, it's and so right. of course QAnon is going to be out there, and 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 some neither region of the metaverse where QAnon and like uh, the people that have uh, believed in Comet Hale Bop and other uh, cults are going to reside. It's going to be a very, very peculiar area. And, and I hope to never visit, it, but uh, I guarantee you it'll be there. Oh, no. I'm, I'm saying, like, some, these are, again, our fellow citizens. These are people <laughs> that drive too, that have a, that have a driver's Their license. Counts. Exactly. Just as much as yours. And that's why I try and do what I do to enlighten. I mean, how many times are we getting. I mean, the, the whole trolling in the internet, like, you know, we are being trolled by Russia, China trolls, right? That are trying to influence the conversation here in Americans because there's a good portion of Americans that are just stupid. I hate to say this, you know, some of you are listening to me right now, but you were believing everything that you hear because they're yeah. also going to, one's going to be all mad at me. Like, they're, they're, they're doing this thing right now called fuck Kyle Brandon or some shit like that. It means fuck Joe Biden, but they're trying whoa, to be whoa, cute. Whoa. Are are, the, are any of these trip trip wires that are going to get us flat? Let's ah, just continue yeah. on with the publicly <laughs> approved news. And in stock news, we have stock a story. News. And this kind of company, Dutchy doubles valuation following new funding round TechCrunch. Right Damn, Dutchy, a four-year-old company from Bend, Oregon. My college freshman roommate was from Bend, Oregon. Uh, changes, uh, it's a company that uh, use, dispensaries use to uh, have their inventory on their websites and fulfill orders. And there's a monthly fee for their services. They manage and create orders for them. And they've just completed their Series D round of funding, raising $350 wow. million with a $3.75 billion valuation. Uh, the, the the valuation and then uh, all this other stuff just goes to show that Wall Street still does not understand how software works. But anyway, uh, the new valuation is more than double what it was announced in March when Dutchie brought in $200 million in Series C funding at a $1.7 billion valuation. Uh, which, uh, which investment firm provided the valuation, by the way? At the time, the valuation was roughly eight times the $200 million valuation that company had after closing on a $35 million Series B funding in late, last August. And this brings us to a very important 
part of cannabis legalization news don't forget to smash them likes and click subscribe if you enjoy series a b or c fundings not d's but also them and so uh, uh every time you move up every time you move up but don't you understand how this 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 ruse works my friend every That's... time you move up when you take in more capital suddenly when that closes your valuation is huge and suddenly you know what you've done your investment at that buck is now worth two bucks so, on that paper yeah my question is, so like they, they were valued at a billion or whatever right and they raised uh 10 of that billion to 375 million or whatever that was yeah, is that million. 3.75 or that 350 million is that is that liquid is that something that like okay if if you and that's i cash. that that's cash that's cash yeah because they're going to devote according to an article they're going to devote 100 million to research r d right like oh man i wish i had control over 100 million dollars of research and code that would be the funk man i have yeah. to self-fund this crap and i'm like well why do they have that oh because they they need to have that so that everybody all right, we'll drop them and go over there. Let's start deploying this. And it's just, there are no fewer than 10 different dependencies you have to manage to be an internet business, especially yeah. an internet law firm in this day and age. Well, we've been internet savvy for you know over 10 years now. And, you know, and I, I, I think like, well, we just suck at fun and raising apparently. <laughs> uh, I live in Peoria, Illinois. It is the home to zero billionaires. Zero. <laughs> How do but how do you do how do, so how do you go from Ben Oregon to like these capital places? Are they just hanging out in New York then, or where does this where does this occur? This is magic There's to me. Money like on you guys have money in like San Francisco, L.A., Seattle. You guys have money on the coast, and like Chicago has money, New York has right. money, Texas has money, Florida has money. Peoria, Illinois, three dollars and sixty four cents. I just don't get how a lot of these guys ripped off too. I just can't see like someone telling me here's a hundred million dollars. And so they uh, look at, listen to these people, look, listen to these investors, Tiger Global, Dragoneer, DFG Growth, Thrive Capital, Grand Ventures, Casa Verde Capital, new investors include Willoughby, uh, <laughs> Willoughby Capital, Glenn Capital, and Park West Asset Management. Uh, these are all hedge funds. These are all um, uh, limited partnerships. So uh, the, the, the SVPs that I'm going to be doing in the East Coast to uh, help the New Jersey people uh, is yeah. this. So it's going to be fun. Like 2022, man, it is going to be – that would be a lot of fun to be able to have like – uh, 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 you know, a podcast, and what do you do? Hey, it sets up hedge funds for cannabis companies. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I know, that, I, yeah. I know there's retarded money out there. I mean, I'm surrounded by it in tech. I just, as I, I like to call it, cocaine money because it just like you. These people have so much money, like drug dealer money. They have to spend it, and that's what people they don't, don't understand. Have to spend it. That's or like you know, they don't they uh, they they need to look into arbitrage opportunities where they deploy that capital into other asset holdings that then can pay them back over time, and they can all become family offices. Um, right. Yeah. But, like, there's so much tangible, like real cash though like like uh, when they find uh what is it el chapo right like buried bills of money that degrade and, and, and decompose you know like some no, of companies was just, yeah my dad was just telling me a story about uh the secretary of state of illinois back when um richard daly was the uh mayor of chicago so this would have been like the early 70s the guy died uh, he was a secretary of state like jesse white is right now i'm not saying this is gonna happen to jesse white but when he died, there was just shoe boxes of hundreds, like in a room. Just like, like imagine the end of a bedroom, and it's just yeah. shoe boxes 
filled with $100 bills for like various licenses and for various other things that the Secretary of State sure. has the authority to give. Oh, sure. I, I, I can see that. If you're dead. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. Like, there's so much money that people don't even know about that's never yeah. on the books. Like, and then speaking of though, you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of been amazed by that. Reuters has been publishing a lot of cannabis uh, um, pot stories. Uh, well, give us a give us a Reuters or Reuters. Reuters. Uh, yeah, Reuters. Reuters. Yeah, Roy, it's Rotor Rooters. It's Rotor Rooters. Yeah, they, they do news and uh, they can snake your drains. Cambia Eyes US expansion with Wee Gummies maker Wanna Brands acquisition. Yep. So Canada's Canopy Growth Corp, Weed.to, I guess that's their stalker, said Toronto that Thursday. Exchange. Toronto Exchange? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, it would buy Weed Gummies uh, maker Wanna Brands for $297.5 million. As the world's largest pot producer looks to expand in the U.S. market, so is that 297 million cash again, my friend? Is that what that, that is? That was 297 million cash. Now, uh, sometimes when they have these types of transactions, they will be what they call cash and stock, uh, and then other yeah. times they have a lot more stock, and that stock may have a lockout period. Uh, that would have really sucked if like Harvest would have consummated with TrueLeaf, because right now, like all the cannabis stocks are just in the cellar. They are just so low, and it's like wow, uh, they're 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 actually at like fifty-two week lows. It's it's neat. Uh, if anybody's interested in buying cannabis stocks, well, but, at that price, I would just like to to Wanna Brands. Like, if I created Wanna Brands, mm -hmm. like like Bravo, I would walk away, dude. Like, I would totally sell anything I just created for two hundred ninety-seven million dollars. I don't care how popular it was. Like, if it was you know, if it was cookies. I'd I'd be like, I'm done. Here, here, take whatever this is that I just created. Then why are you here? What is you'll your purpose, you'll, you know? you'll never you'll never hear from me again. My purpose is two hundred ninety-seven million dollars. <laughs> uh, Elon Musk would have laughed as well, I'm sure. Even like you just would have taken the two hundred ninety-seven million dollars and but robot. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. But yeah, demand for pineapples such as gummies has been rising during the pandemic as people stuck at home turn to cannabis related products for relaxation and entertainment. Um again, recession proof. Cannabis is recession proof. You cannabis know. is a consumer staple. Cannabis is a cheeseburger. And so, like they sell themselves and people need them all the time. Uh, which is kind of cool. And so if you're in a consumer staple business, that is something that you, that by its nature is recession proof. You're going to still buy the toothpaste. You are, you need the toothpaste, you know, it's you're going to still buy the stuff you need. It's a wellness cheeseburger though, because you know, if you say cheeseburger, it makes it like, cause you know, your arteries can clog up and shit. How about dinner? Let me just call it dinner. You're going <laughs> to need to buy dinner, you know? But it's also more about your endocannabinoid system too. It's about balance. It's about like, uh, a wellness overall. Yeah, but you, know? you don't have to buy health, you know. Uh yeah. you do have to buy fun. I think people have like at least Americans have to buy fun. Maybe the people <laughs> in North uh Korea, they they don't have the money to buy food. Why would they buy fun? You know? And um <laughs> I I just think that uh, it's one of those that cannabis is a product that that is a consumer staple and then and that people when times are yeah. good, you can celebrate with it. When times are bad, you can use it to relieve stress. It's exactly like it's a more dangerous cousin alcohol. That's true. I mean, it is a thing that you can use to escape, but it also at the same time while you're escaping, uh, you're, you're, you're enabling your endocannabinoid system and you don't know what you're missing. Yep. You know, but uh, we got a game. 
Oh. That's true. Since we're not live, we're going to play a game, you guys, a little trivia game. Uh, basically, I'm going to say some brand names, and you guys are going to tell me if they're real. Celebrity cannabis brand names. How's that sound? That's great. I'm just going to oh, yeah. use my um, templing. My uh, this is this is a power move called templing. When you use that while going like, that's a real one. That's it's fake Word. name. Fake name. Yeah. I need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got five questions. First one: Soldier Boys, Soldier Exotics. Real or fake? Because that's Atlanta too, and he's based out of Atlanta, right? Then it's fake because Atlanta has no weed. Well, you're right. I would say fake too. It's real. Really? Yeah. See, you you always gotta be like, hey, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna go to the other. Uh, what state other is he in? Though? I mean, what state is the weed in? Good question. Let me check real quick. Sure. California. Ah, See, that's what it is. California's yeah. got that low barrier to entry. Somebody has a license. I got no way to sell it. Soldier Boy's like, I'd like to sell some weed. Okay, Soldier Boy, let's get you an IP licensing agreement so you can have a packaging fee of our product. Yeah. Look at white label. Next one, Jennifer Aniston's brand, a friend indeed. Oh my god, that'd be awesome! But I think that one's fake. I thought she was gonna do a CBD thing though. Yeah, I also think it's fake as hell. But at the same time, just from like last uh, round, uh, I'm gonna hedge my bets and say it's real. It's fake. It doesn't yeah. exist. She does support weed, but she doesn't yeah. have a brand yet. That'd be a good one. Next one, DJ Khaled's bless well, bless well. Oh my God, it's probably real though. That does sound like something DJ Khaled would say, but I'm going to say it's fake. It is real. CBD brand. I would just, I just, he gets on my nerves, dude. Just like, you know, DJs, I get who you are, man. You don't have to Another say it fucking one. 10 times, dude. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> and now when I fucking hear his weed, I'm like, bur, 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 DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. And then does he, does he say another one? Oh my god! He does. Okay, two more. Megan Fox and MDK's Bud of the Blood. Or that Bud sounds of like crap. That sounds like somebody like who, I would like to see the publicist who made that up. Yeah, I would say no, but because they're too new. True, it's fake. Woo! Say that up. And the last one, Rihanna's. Say what? Oh, they're too new as a couple. I'll give it a minute. Yeah. though. Somebody with some money is gonna be like, all right, let's do this. Yeah, totally. They're gonna have one within the next three years. I bet. If you made it happen, Lord. No, just talking about. <laughs> and Rihanna's brand, Marijuana. 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 Huh? Rihanna should have her own brand of weed. Like she used. I want to believe she has. She should be getting yeah. paid for it. But um, what was the name of the purported uh, Rihanna's brand of marijuana? Marijuana. Marijuana. Is that spelled with like marijuana. an H? It's it's like Rihanna, but it has an M and an A in the front. I'm going to say that's real. I just don't think it should be. <laughs> I want to believe it's real. It is fake. There was speculation in 2015, but it was oh. all rumors. All, all rumors. rumors. All rumors. And that uh, is the game. We don't have a name for it. I don't but know uh, what about that meme of her, like, on her bouncer's shoulders, rolling a joint on his head? Iconic. Is that, real? Is that real? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, you see, if that's real, I can't believe the other one was fake. But anyway, seriously, the world we live in, she's a like cannabis queen, you know, <laughs> like anybody that what do you mean she doesn't have a brand. I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah, dude. But yeah, yeah, you know, I guess she'll, she'll definitely won't have a brand in Utah, though. 
Some nope. Utah cannabis patients swear off Delta 8 TAC, the Salt Lake Tribune. Salt Lake Tribune is reporting about uh, Mitch Butterfield, who relies on cannabis to cope with stress of his terminal cancer diagnosis, was the first customer through the doors of his local marijuana pharmacy when it opened last year. And although Smithfield resident has been using the medicinal plant for about nine years, he walked out of the pharmacy with a treatment he never heard of before, Delta 8. This is the problem with regulation, right? Like, is Delta 8 being sold in their pharmacies or whatever they want to call their pot shops or you know dispensaries because if it is if they're selling delta 8 cbd and they're lumping it all to one thing it's kind of messed up because uh now you're just kind of like misinforming the consumers with a bunch of uh stuff at one time right like whole plant first and then uh really whole plant all the time if, if you can select you know well, I don't know about this, Mr. Butterfield, because the fact pattern gets a little bit more uh, interesting as we dive into it. And so if this uh, if you are a listener or a viewer that has partaken in Delta 8, uh, let me know if you, this any, any of this sounds true. So yeah. he goes to the pharmacy and then a couple of days later, he tries the vape that he had just purchased that day, as opposed to like using it that day. Uh, he, he noticed something was off almost immediately upon trying to use this vape. He says, within two minutes, I was just yawning, just yawn after yawn after yawn, he says. And then I either fell asleep or passed out. And then he would regain consciousness on the couch a few minutes later and felt puzzled about what had just happened to him. He then goes on to quote, that wasn't even a high, he says. I've never felt anything like that. Now, Mr. Butterfield, which is also a fairly made up sounding name, by the way, initially yeah. weighs off the reaction as an adjustment to a new cannabis treatment or a crash after an exhausting work day. Then the following night, the same thing happened to him all over again. Uh, and he said that this cost him his trust in Utah's medical cannabis program. Now, in Utah, Delta 8 is cheaper than plant derived THC. And uh, as a result, uh, it has uh, become something that the pharmacies uh, for medical cannabis in Utah are now using as a cheaper alternative, evidently. That's what it sounds like. But still, it seems like they're just being misguided. And, and it could be, oh, shoot, did we freeze up again? Their market, though, I'm just curious because, again, misinformation and education is what's needed in cannabis and in the circles to end the stigma, right? If this Chuck Nuts is going to say, like, oh, I took Delta 8 and it was this horrible experience, well, it's not just for you. That's all. Just like weed's not for everybody. Like, like CBD is not for everybody. You know, this none of this is a, a, a Band-Aid, a, a, you know, a, we're all, the endocannabinoid system, we're all individual snowflakes, you know? Some of us or softer than others, but, you know, again, each thing is, each time we consume, you know, we're not all the same, you know, some of us yeah. are fat out of shape, some of us are fit, uh, but some of us like to go over to articles about Oregon, so, oh goodness, overwhelmed by illegal weed, Oregon County declares an emergency, according to the Associated Press in Salem, Oregon, a county in southern Oregon, says that it's been overwhelmed by an increase in the number and size of illegal marijuana farms, so much so that it declared a state of emergency on Wednesday. And it's appealed to the governor and the legislators' leaders for help. 
the Jackson County Board of Commissioners said law enforcement officers and county and state regulators and code enforcers are overwhelmed and warmed of an imminent threat to public health and safety of our citizens from the illegal production of cannabis in our county. Can't believe this is a real set, uh, statement. Jackson County strongly requests your assistance to address this emergency. The commissioner said in a letter to Kate Brown, Governor Kate Brown, Senate President Peter Courtney, and House Speaker Tina Kotek. Only yeah, four it sounds like the people that would like show up with a urine test in tow. As oh, you can God. see, I know what I'm talking about. IP clean. <laughs> the illegal marijuana farms are often posing a as legal hemp farms. The commissioners noted the Oregon health. That's just weird. No, you know what? I, I think if they are hemp, you know, that's the problem. Again, you can stress a plant to become hemp or to become cannabis by just, you know, different factors, you know. It, no, man. I mean, like the cultivars that are out there, they're the cultivars. And so you can make flowers outdoor and those flowers are going to look like a certain way. Uh I don't think that hemp cultivars look as silver and frosty as uh, type one cannabis cultivars. Right. And so like, if, like they're the, the banana, uh, I, I'm calling it purple banana. Cause like shout out to purple city genetics out of Oakland, you know, thank you for the seeds and for the, uh, it is banana OG cross purple punch. So it has a very slurricane esque uh, look to its, its nuggets and they're very, very silvery, but, I don't see that when I look at hemp and like hemp though, like if you saw them, if you saw like, let's say it's not like a, a very silvery uh, THC laden um, nugget and it's just more a regular one, like a, like a blueberry or something. Uh, I don't know if I'd be able to dif dis differentiate uh, the blueberry from like uh, a lifter or an ACDC, uh, a really nice uh, CBD flower out there. Right. Yeah. No, I get you. I just, uh, I just think this is some kind of fear mongering, you know. Uh, it is, yeah, yeah. The the Josephine County has also been hurt by illegal grows that have drained creeks and siphoned groundwater. And, you know, these are environmental issues that, like, yeah, I don't, I agree. Like, we shouldn't be draining creeks and rerouting rivers and stuff, you know. For well, none of all this would go away. All this demand would go away if the the United States would get off its duff and realize that cannabis is not heroin. Yeah. And, and if cannabis is not heroin is in federal law and it should be because cannabis is not heroin, heroin killed 90,000 people last year in our country and cannabis killed zero. Well, and yet they yeah. are, they are, they are the equal. And so that, that's stupid. And it, and it never should have been that way. And so if they would just change the federal marijuana laws, like, Oregon yeah. is no longer going to be this place where they can grow all this stuff and then export it. You know, it's not going to an Oregon dispo. Oh yeah. Well, again, the Oregon borders, Nevada, Nevada needs weed. Like there's, there's a, a yin and yang just right there for commerce to happen. Right. You know, and, and I'm sure like the, you know, the, what is it, the laws of business, right. There's a, 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 the need, right. There needs to be a need. And, and so like, you just can't make things like, like a cheeseburger, like it's it sucks when they try and make like a cheeseburger addictive versus like let's just feed hungry people in the in the local area. You know, I don't know, man. Have you ever like eaten anything from any type of food producer? I will guarantee you they have done market research on the addictivity of like your Oreo cookies. Oh yeah, or or something like that. Where it's just if that is a packaged good food product, 
they have engineered that food to try to get you to be addicted to it so that you continue to buy their food. Exactly. It has nothing to do with like well-being and health. It has to do with like, hey, we need you buy to come back. Yeah. 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 Whereas legalization would just it would just expand markets, expand wellness, give give consumers an educated chance. You know, it's, it's amazing what they've got going on. Uh, there's the uh, I, I, I sent a link for the Green Street, Los Angeles, uh, the epicenter cannabis business. So it's like a uh, like a diner that they do like uh, events with cannabis consumption. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50% of the world's uh, top cannabis companies and brands all under one roof, 70,000 square foot, nine floors, 100% dedicated to cannabis. Like the live footage I've seen from this place, it was like, this is what heaven's like? Uh, an award-winning restaurant group, an art gallery, retail space, co-working suites, brand showrooms, buyer's lounge, content studio, plus a state-of-the-art consumption-friendly penthouse and rooftop and event space. The one thing that's said about uh, California is... Humboldt is where you're going to get the weed and, and, and you know, that whole area. Mm-hmm. L.A. is where you're going to get the culture. And, and this this sounds like a, a magnificent place that will be a place to go visit, man. Sounds like a limited partnership for me, man. That was like a $10 million building at least. Uh, at least. And so, like, who's the guy behind that? Like, that's not, you know, I mean, that's that's a very bougie um, offering. and And that's fine, you know, but at the same time, like man, that is spendy. Uh, and but you know, but there's beer matter. places. Like, exactly. There's like there's the you can go to Chicago and see a swanky ass bar and be like, what kind of idiot spends five million dollars on a bar and and be like, oh you know, shit, you're the owner. Well, it's a lovely place. <laughs> um, uh, I you know me honky tonk <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no, I'm a big fan of dive bars, yeah. but like right. I yeah. just think. Just like the event, I'll be uh, co-hosting or emceeing. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing on November. You should, 4th, you should call it call it co-hosting or emceeing. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, whatever. It's gonna be a party, and I'm gonna be there to hang out. But that functional cannabis glass is in a display. Like you can visit it, and bougie ass you can spend five thousand dollars if you want. Do it. On the, yeah, you, you know. You should, and you should do that like uh, open and notoriously, so other people see you buying it. That's the only way that you can have your money give you, you know, gratification of yeah. recognition of accomplishment. You know, when other people go like, oh, you paid $4,000 for that. Very nice. Interesting. Yeah. Dude, I, I've always thought glasses is just art as, as it was. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some beautiful pieces out there. And so it's just cool to see it more in mainstream now. Like, there's people who pay some of those it's apartments. still got flagged. You know, like you yeah. did that thing yesterday and like, ah, and so I just hopped on real quick and did a roundup about New Jersey. They just hit up a whole bunch of licenses. So cheers to everybody in Jersey that just got a license. Shout out to Blue Medicinals. They were one of them. But then also um, now it looks like Jersey's probably going to get uh, their license opportunity here in a bit. Yeah, no, let's get another good market popping up. I mean, we're slowly going by, but, you know, I don't think legalization, I think state by state will happen faster before federal still. Oh, I think we have a bet. We got just a bet. An exciting time for weed. Yeah. Things are moving. Love to see it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe to keep up with all cannabis legalization news. We will see you on Wednesday or Sunday. Wednesday or Sunday. (laughs) Wednesday.
sound right, boys. 